by Kate, a small business marketing podcast. I'm your host, Kate Elfata. Welcome to another episode of 8 by Kate. Hey, Bella, how's it going? Good. How's your week so far? <laughs> it's pretty good. I can't complain. The spring is here and the weather is gorgeous here in Pennsylvania. So I'm super happy. And I'm also super excited today to introduce our guest this week for our special Enter the Entrepreneur segment, which I always love because I love talking to other entrepreneurs. Nicole Harvey of Mason Ree and also of Restash. And um, Mason Ree believes that true sustainability comes from using less items for more things. This is why they have focused on the Mason Jar, one of the most versatile and reusable products. And I'm excited to learn so much more about this amazing company and more about Nicole. Hey, Nicole, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're super excited. As soon as I saw your messaging, I was like, this is awesome. We got to have her on. Um, Bella, why don't you tell everyone a bit about Nicole? Yeah, absolutely. So Nicole was born and raised in Denver, Colorado. She has an undergraduate degree in communications and arts studio from Tulane University in New Orleans, Louisiana. Her brother, Eric, an engineer, came to her during her senior year at college with this great idea for an eco-friendly mason jar sleeves. He's an amazing engineer, but wasn't sure how to spread the word about the product. So that's where Nicole came in. She's the marketing, design, and social media guru of the team. With the help of her third partner and sales genius, Adrian, they grew their company from a Kickstarter in 2014 to almost three quarters of a million dollars in sales in 2020, despite all the changes from COVID-19. I mean, that's, we should all give her a round of applause. Oh, just for that. heck yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Super impressive, Nicole. And I always love, number one, um, when families work together. <clears throat> um, a lot of people know that Bella, <laughs> Bella is my daughter. So I'm yes. always excited to see families doing things together and building um, legacies, really. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you. So cool that you guys do this together. Yeah, it's fun. So tell us first a little bit about your background before even the business started. So as you mentioned, um, you know, I was in college at Tulane. Um, Besides studying communications in art studio, I was involved in the school radio and newspaper, and I had several internships to learn more about marketing and public relations. So that's why when Eric had this idea, which he had actually been thinking about since he was in high school, uh, he came to me and thought that, you know, I could really help spread the word. Um, So he's like I said, we're both from Colorado. Um, he's an avid outdoorsman and he loves coffee and he uses mason jars for everything. So the main issue he had though, is that the, the jar burns your hand when you have hot liquid Mm -hmm. in it. So that's why he came up with the perfect solution for an eco-friendly durable sleeve. And then he brought me in. I love that. That is so awesome. And so tell us, um, sort of the why behind it. I mean, because on your website, you do talk a lot about the recycle, reuse, and all of those pieces. So tell us more about that why um, for your business. So we're definitely driven by the philosophy that you had mentioned earlier, that we believe true sustainability comes from using less items for more things. And being that the mason jar is already one of the most versatile and reusable products out there, people use it 
all over the world from canning, dry food storage, home decor, drinkware. It has hundreds mm -hmm. of uses. So that's why we wanted to create a silicone sleeve for the mason jar to make it even more useful than it already is. And we chose silicone because it has no animal hides or petroleum products. It's just plentiful and easily sourced elements. And our sleeves are non-toxic and they have no BPA. They protect the jar and they can be microwaved and dishwashed. And we make them in four sizes and they come in every color of the rainbow and then some, and we offer custom, which has uh, become a big part of our business. And then as our company evolved, we invented a CPSC certified child resistant lid for the mason jar, which we have a patent on in two sizes to fit regular and wide mouth jars. It works like a pill container and it's made from an FDA polypropylene that's 30% repurposed flax fiber. So otherwise farmers burn those waste fibers or they plow them under the ground. And then we created a divider insert for the mason jar, which we call the revider out of that same material. And it divides the eight ounce jar into two compartments, which we also have a patent on. And we have some new products in the pipeline as well. So we're constantly evolving, um, but still sticking to that philosophy mm -hmm. of true sustainability. You know, Nicole, that's so, I, it doesn't surprise me that in 2020 that you guys killed it because this is a, the sustainability aspect of business has been a topic um, with our clients within the past year. Um, it's just something that is something that everybody is looking for is that sustainability factor when they're buying new products, they're, they're choosing those type of products versus anything else. So again, it doesn't surprise me. And we tell our clients all the time, you know, what's the sustainability factor of your business? We have to talk about it. Yeah, it's get, It's becoming even more and more important. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't have this as, as a major piece of our discussion today, but tell us also a little bit about the restash piece to the business as well. So, um, so the restash jar is comprised of our original silicone sleeve for the mason jar, um, plus the jar, of course, and then our CPSC certified child resistant lid. So with that, um, it turns it into a eco-friendly stash jar which, you know, we're from Colorado, so you can mm -hmm. <laughs> use it here for, you know, whatever you like, or, you know, there's a lot of things you might want to keep away from children or pets that you yeah. can use in our stash jars. Super I think right. Pennsylvania is almost there. I think right. Jersey, Jersey now is like the laws have passed, but Pennsylvania, we're so close. We're so close yeah. to, to you guys yeah. in Colorado. <laughs> Definitely. You know, more and more States are legalizing and yes. it's, going to become a lot more prevalent in the future. And that's why I feel so great that we have this patent on, you know, our child resistant lid for the mason jar and that revider insert as well. So, you know, there's a lot of potential on that side of the business too. So cool. awesome. So tell us what do you, what is your best seller and why do you think it has its, it, the success that it has? So on the masonry side, um, I would say our bestseller is our original product, the 16 ounce sleeve. And um, I think it's just because it is the perfect size for a cup of coffee or a beer. So that's the standard pint size mason jar. Our koozies are all designed to fit standard size of jars. So, um, you know, I think it's just a jar that is a lot of people use and love all the time and they want to have an extra way to drink their coffee and whatnot. And I know that's my personal favorite. I use it just constantly for, you know, every morning for my coffee. And then I'd say on our 
uh, restash side of our business, the eight ounce size is the most popular. And I think that's, you know, just because it's a really convenient size. Um, it's a little bit smaller. You can take it with you, that kind of thing. Very cool. So, you know, being a startup and we work with startups and have conversations with a lot of startups, there's always pains. I mean, and we see it often. Um, what do you think were some of your initial startup pains and how did you overcome them? So in the beginning, of course, like all startups, we needed some funding to get our business off the ground. Um, and we also wanted to gauge market interest to see if this was even an avenue we should pursue. So we launched a Kickstarter in 2014 and we ended up doubling our fundraiser fundraising goal, which gave us a lot of confidence. But like many Kickstarters, we ran into some manufacturing hurdles and our rewards were delayed, uh, but we learned a lot in the process. And then I'd say another pain that we had from the beginning was that neither my brother or I were good at sales. And so luckily early on, we found a great sales guy, Adrian, who became our third partner and he helped grow our sales tremendously and helped design some new products, including that child resistant lid and the reviter, which helped bring our company to where it is today. That's so, it, it's not uncommon that money winds up being one of the, mm -hmm. the main pain yeah. points of any and all startups. Um, Definitely. Um, but it sounds like you have a great team and, you know, sales is something we talk about as well as marketing is just a piece of it. You then need to be able to close a deal and sell it at the end of the day. So that was great that you guys figured that out early on. We actually work with some businesses don't, that it takes them a while to get that, like, Hey, you got to sell this somehow. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we call it boots on the ground, right? Um, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it was great that we were able to kind of see that hole, I guess, and be able to fill it. And, you know, it's helped so much. So because this is like really geared towards a marketing podcast, what do you think has been the most effective piece of marketing for your business and why do you think it worked? So from the beginning, you know, as I mentioned, we didn't have a lot of funding. So we've kind of hardly spent any money on marketing, um, even still today, but especially in the beginning you know, for a long time, we didn't really have any funds to spare. So we had to get really creative. So early on, I found a great niche within the canning community. And I developed hmm. some relationships with canning outlets, which has helped immensely, you know, from day one with the Kickstarter, these canning outlets, uh, Simply Canning in particular is a great one, have, you know, shared our story and our products and helped spread the word. So that's been great. And just continuing to foster those relationships. And then also in the beginning, Eric did a grassroots marketing road trip to promote our products. So he went to different coffee shops throughout the Northwest and did kind of little pop-ups just to explain this new product. And that had a big impact. And then besides those specific things, we also tried to grow our presence on social media and through our newsletter and through public relations. Mm -hmm. So I started a blog on our website to improve our SEO, which focused on food and drink recipes that utilize mason jars, as well as some craft projects. And so that helped us create social content and drive people to our site where they hopefully become customers. Awesome. I love it. I mean, we this is what we tell people every day. So mm -hmm. you, you definitely have all the talent there to continue and drive this. Uh, the marketing initiative is on your end. So super impressive. Um, so what do you think is the one lesson that you actually learned since starting your business? And this can either be as a whole as a business or a marketing lesson. 
I learned so much from starting this business. <laughs> <You're> asking <laughs> people for one because that's ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to pick, but I really feel like I've gotten the equivalent of an MBA from growing this business from an idea to where it is today. Uh, you know, I've learned so much about marketing, design, operations, how to outsource help when you need to, and how to be resilient. I think those would be the top things. Awesome. Um, so tell us what's up next for your business. What do you got? What do you got going on? So hopefully for, you know, on the masonry side, hopefully we'll continue to grow and we'll help rid the world of single use cups and containers. And then on the restash side, as we were talking about, hopefully, you know, states will continue to legalize and that will just mm -hmm. become a bigger and bigger market for us. And the same thing on that side, there's just unfortunately so much waste in the marijuana industry, um, which is counterintuitive because a lot of people in that space really care deeply about the environment. So we're offering a great eco-friendly alternative to all of those single use containers that the product comes in. So hopefully, you know, we'll do the same thing on the restash side as well. Awesome. So if there's one piece of advice that you could share with other entrepreneurs that are thinking about starting uh, a business and specifically product, because, you know, we have these conversations that selling a product, especially in this day and age, is so completely different than selling a service. So what would be one piece of advice that you could give an up and coming entrepreneur or somebody that may be interested and eager to learn? So I think the main piece of advice I'd give to future entrepreneurs is to think of a product that solves a personal need. Like in our case, you know, this silicone sleeve was created because of my brother's personal need for something like this. And that's why he was so passionate about creating it. Um, and if you're passionate about it, then, you know, making it, promoting it, all that will come naturally. And I'd recommend researching and finding where your audience is, kind of like how we were able to figure out, you know, that canning audience for us uh, prior to launching and just try a lot of different methods and be creative and see what works. That yeah, that's great advice. And I think we, we tell our clients all the time, you know, what's that problem that you can solve? You know, what's the problem that you can solve for somebody? Once you figure that out, you know, all the marketing, all that stuff starts to make sense for your business. Yeah, totally. Well, Nicole, thank you so much. But I do have one more question. I know it's eight by Kate, but I'm going to throw in nine. <laughs> nine by Kate. <laughs> what is your favorite product that you have? Um, I mean, it depends day to day. My favorite color is orange. So I'm going to go okay. ahead and say, um, the orange sleeves in any size are my favorite. I was very excited when we added those. Um, and then I think our eight ounce size is really great as well because it's really versatile for the on the masonry side because it's a great size if you want to have a glass of wine in a mason jar. Um, you know, our koozies really help prevent a lot of the sweating and they... Mm -hmm. um, you know, are easier to put on a table without them kind of sliding around and getting wet and all that. So the eight ounce size, because, you know, it's small glass of tea, glass of wine, a cocktail, you know, even household items that you can put in. I just think it's really versatile. 
I mean, that is one great thing about her product. It is super versatile, right? I mean, you could basically do just about anything with it. Um, one of the other cool things that I noticed on your site was that you also can brand these to be a marketing tool for other businesses with logos and things, which I thought was really cool. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, custom and wholesale has become a really large part of our business. We do um, our screen printing on the koozies so we can print, you know, companies, logos, pretty much whatever you want on the sleeves. So that's become really popular at a lot of um, dispensaries, coffee shops, even hardware shops, um, kids shops. Um, I guess I should mention the, the four ounce size. Um, is really great because it can be used as a container for homemade kids food, like baby food, Um, or people will use it to make homemade applesauce, things like that. So um, that's a size that some kids stores are interested in. And then, you know, even the, the 12 ounce or the 16 ounce sizes can be great for florists as well. Um, because, you know, they just create a, if you put a great floral arrangement in the koozie in the jar, um, then you've got a gift that keeps on giving because you can continue to use that jar after the flowers have died. What a great idea. So, yeah. So lots of companies, you know, find that that customization is really great for them. That's so great. Well, Nicole, thank you so much. And why don't you share with our audience where everyone can find you, your websites and your awesome social media um, handles. Um, if you could just share that with us, that would be great. So our website is mason-re.com. That's M-A-S-O-N-R-E.com. And you can find um, both our masonry and our restash products there. Um, Or if you want to specifically look at restash, we also have uh, re-stash.com. And then I should mention with our website, if you want to buy anything and you're listening to this amazing podcast, um, we have a discount code um, for 20% off and the code is just eight by Kate spelled out. Um, And then we have our social media channels. Uh, The main two we focus on are Instagram and Facebook and our handles there are masonry products. I love it. And I'm super excited about the discount code because yes. <laughs> I'm like, these make amazing gifts too. So not only yeah. am I thinking it from it, from a business perspective and how we can brand them and stuff like that, or, and use them as giveaways to clients and stuff. But I'm also like, man, these just make really great gifts. And I love the messaging behind it. Um, Bella and I talk all the time, how um, not only do we want to have people like you on our podcast, but also the clients that we work with and we're, we get super excited when we can work with people that are trying to do something great in the world. So thank you for that. Um, thank you. And um, Bella, what do we have coming up next week on eight by Kate? Next week, we are going to give you eight tips for creating your TikTok video content. Super awesome. Thank you so much again, Nicole. Thank you. Super excited to see what's next for you and your business and Bella as always. Thank you and happy marketing. <laughs>